Shalom, this is Yara Ben Emmett with the Torah Watchman Podcast Channel. As I drive home on my long commutes from work to keep my mind busy and concentrating on the road, believe it or not, I have all kinds of information coming at me. I try to forget about what I do uh, at work. You know, I, even though I'm a senior system engineer, I start thinking again about the Torah. I start thinking about origins of myths and legends, cults, different belief systems throughout the world, trying to find an aggregate truth anywhere in there. God is always speaking, but we're not always listening. But then it came home to me about the Trinity doctrine and Christianity. So the title of this podcast edition is Where the Christians Got It Wrong with the Trinity Doctrine. Let me quantify what I just said and clarify this point. First of all, I do, want to, I do not want to offend anyone. I'm not trying to convert anyone. I'm just reporting historical truth. Okay, you can research this as easily as I did to make this podcast. Let's start with some foundational historical uh, milestones. First of all, between three, uh, the 3rd century and 4th century, 321 to 385 specifically, Emperor Constantine was, had command and control over Judea and Samaria. This is the Roman, Roman Emperor. At this time, the Roman Empire was in transition phase between absolute paganism to going to, to adopting Christianity as their essentially world standard religion. Actually, uh, Constantine, one of the reasons he was doing this, and I was thinking about this, he had to rebrand um, a new religion for the Roman Empire because the Roman Empire was fragmenting at that time between East and West, Constantinople and the and Vatican, uh, Rome, Rome uh, Italy. Uh, so it was in transition phase and they were losing uh, the, the, the old guard essentially was losing interest in the Roman gods in the Greco-Roman uh, world, okay? You know, you know the Greek god, Zeus, Athena, Aphrodite, Mars, all the other gods there. Okay, they believed in a in a hierarchical line of, uh, of 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 gods that are interwoven. The lower gods, even demigods, because a lot of the emperors uh, thought that they were born as demigods. Okay, but anyway, not germane. So they were looking at the growing interest in Christianity that was actually founded by a Jerusalem synagogue or aka church environment uh, that they were following peace lovingly uh, uh, Jesus. Uh, they had adopted what he was saying. They were hope, hoping that he was the Messiah. Okay, They did not believe he was the Son of God. He was not divine. He was a man. He was a righteous man, maybe Pharisaic. Maybe he had some prophecy or whatever. But listen, at that time, you have to understand and give the Jews a benefit of doubt. During that time of Judea, very horrific, okay? You know, all the infighting between Jewish zealots and the Romans. Uh, Romans ended up butchering Jews. In fact, uh, Pontius Pilate actually crucified Jews like a row of trees along the side of the road there in Jerusalem. So they were going through all kinds of horrific things. And of course, it became uh, even worse when the temple, King Herod's uh, temple, was destroyed in 70 uh, CE. And then later on in 135 CE, all the Jews were exiled out of Jerusalem uh, when Jerusalem was raised to the ground. 
But Christianity was sprouting roots throughout Asia Minor and Greece and all the other areas that Apostle Paul wrote uh, letters and visited occasionally to found, to found these churches. These are small, essentially basements, attics, small houses and things like that. So th again, this was a growing thing that was happening there. And re remember, Christianity at its very beginning started with the Essenes. They, they uh, came from the Nazarenes. Uh, they were predominantly Jews. Later on, Greeks and Gentiles followed along with that. But their Christology changed. They did not believe Jesus was, was the uh, second person of Triune Godhead. This is what I'm talking about now. So where did this philosophy of the Triune Godhead actually originate? Where does it come from? Now, you, the first answer that, that most Christians give you, well, it's found in 1 John chapter 5, uh, 7 through 8, maybe 7 through 9, roughly in that area. They will say that, or they will point to the Genesis, first book of the Torah, Bereshit, um, where it says the uh, uh, Elohim, it says the word Elohim refers to a plurality, unless they thought, of God. It was actually Elohim. Most uh, honest PhD level schol Christian scholars admit that what was talking about in chapter 1 of Genesis was not uh, the Trinity, it was simply God and His heavenly host, okay? Not going to get into that in any more detail. We're back to the Trinity doctrine, okay? The word Trinity is absolutely Greek. It actually has pagan origins. Uh, Trinity does not exist anywhere. It did not exist anywhere in the four ambiguous Gospels. No one knew the authors. That's why I say ambiguous Gospels, uh, uh, gospels or anomalous Gospels. Uh, it was not mentioned anywhere in 13 more or less epistles or letters of Paul or any other so-called writings in the New Testament. The word Trinity was not there, okay? Interestingly, the word Christians was not there either because that was not a terminology that was used referring to the followers of Jesus. So, uh, you know, and, and Mark, you know, the Gospel of Mark, it does talk about, uh, you know, uh, the baptism of Jesus and the dove landing on his uh, shoulder and all this and about the Spirit of God and, uh, and it said, this is my son, I'm well pleased, whatever. This is what started this, this idea of that. Uh, Matthew later on started talking about uh, baptism in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So you see these are three things here starting to develop. Now I already did a podcast before about the belief system of origin and a Greek philosopher by the name of Celsus. Celsus was, was openly and admirably against the divinity of Jesus, he referred to Christians as heretics, as crazy people, and did not believe in the Trinity doctrine at all. But Origen did. Okay, Origen did. So Origen's belief system went into the Nicene Creed, uh, contract or constitution per se, um, uh, that Constantine had authorized or mandated through all the Roman Empire. And, you know, uh, the Roman Empire stretched from Great Britain all the way, uh, all the way, you know, through the Middle East and Italy and in parts of Africa and Egypt too. It's very widespread. So he mandated that. Interesting enough, this is a Roman Catholic or early pagan Roman 
doctrine. However, you'll find this in the constitutional underpinnings of most Protestant denominations, Roman um, Catholicism, of course, you'll find it there. You will not find it in the Church of God or, or Unitarian beliefs or denominations there. They are absolutely against the Trinity. They believe they're more monotheistic. In fact, I could probably, as an Orthodox Jew, if someone asked me to go and visit their Church of God place or whatever, to honor Jews or whatever, I would have less problems going there than going to an Assembly of God or a Southern Baptist, okay? Where they were openly, openly and passionately um, you know, adopted the Trinity doctrine. Now, you know, uh, the Bible was eventually canonized, you know, uh, close to the Middle Ages when, you're, when the, uh, the Latin Vulgate was uh, formulated, uh, when it was translated. The Roman Catholic controlled the entire New Testament, as we call it today, the entire Old Testament, the Christian Bible. It was pretty much uh, a lot of most people in the world at the time were illiterate and they couldn't read. Um, so the Roman Catholic controlled this in monasteries and bishops and things like that. Uh, uh, Christian scholars and other people that all, all they did was study the Bible. So at some point when uh, when they wanted to go from Greek to Latin, because Latin was a growing interest in language there too. A lot of books were written in Latin. So they decided to translate it into what they were known as the Vulgate. Okay, so it went from Cohen Greek, not the Septuagint. Septuagint referred to the five books of Moshe that was written by rabbis in Alexandria, Egypt, uh, by, um, by an order of a, of a high priest in Jerusalem to honor uh, Alexander the Great. Long story, not getting into that. But anyway, uh, if, if you read this, I'm going to post a little bit later, the passage in 1 John chapter 5, verses 7 through 8, it says very clearly the uh, triune Godhead of Jesus, okay? It talks about the three persons. That was added, it was added passages much later going up to the 16th century in the time where King James had commissioned the writing of, of his Bible. Fascinating though. I want to make a point here that every Christian believes that the New Testament has a divine inspired intent. They have no doubts whatsoever that the five books of Moshe, the major and minor prophets of my Bible or their Old Testament is absolutely divine too. Okay, even though I tell Christians the New Testament can be completely false, where the Old Testament will always be true. The truth does not have to be dependent on, on, on that and that end. You know, if, if the Old Testament or the Torah was false, New Testament cannot be true. Just consider that. So these passages were added by Catholic bishops much later on. In fact, out of more than 5,000 Greek manuscripts, okay, with small little variants and small little changes in grammar and added sentences here and there, I already told you that 12 sentences were added to the ending of Gospel of Mark because they didn't like the, like the Passion narrative. But this was done in the Middle Ages, folks. It was done literally in the Middle Ages. And they, the so-called uh, Trinity portion in 1 John 5, 7 through 8 was found in only two out of 5,000 
Greek uh, manuscripts. To this day, some Christian Bibles don't even include this passage because they don't consider it as legal, okay? So it was mod- so the modification to something that was um, that the Roman Catholic, the Vatican told the world that was completely divine, uh, the gospel written by the disciples, even though they were long dead by the time the gospels were written, and they were advertising this in the world that this is the truth, this is the word of God, and everything else. So people, when the Roman Catholic Church controlled the language there of the, of the book writing, the book publication, the canonization, when it went from scrolls and parchments to actually a talk, a table of contents, chapters, and a Catholic bishop created chapters too. Uh, but anyway, they added this scripture portion into 1 John. So they, once they reach an agreement in the Nicene Creed between the third and fourth century, they wanted to fix gaps in their Christology. That's essentially what it was. I mean, they monkeyed with their own Bible. And already uh, Rabbi Tobias Singer and others have pointed out they monkeyed with my Bible. They molested it. They committed plagiarism, modifying, erasing words, changing language around, and everything else. Remember, the only pure angelic tongue that is truly divine is Hebrew, and only Hebrew, okay? Even translating Hebrew to English, English loses that aspect of divinity immediately. It's like kissing God through a cloth. So, you know, I, I rounding this up and making a conclusion, this is for you to decide what you want to believe in. I just told you. Something, if you're a Christian out there and you believe your New Testament is completely 100% truthful, truthful, all the red writing in the Gospels is literally verbatim from Jesus, even though it was all written third, third person, written in Koine Greek, when Jesus spoke in Aramaic and read in Hebrew, all of it, his sayings and everything was in 100% in Koine Greek, okay? So I've given you evidence here. Talk to go to Church of God, a Unitarian. Why don't they believe in the Trinity doctrine? Uh, they're Christians. They're just most Christians as, as Southern Baptists, but they don't believe in the Trinity. You know, before in the Middle Ages, people were burned to the stake for disemboweling the Trinity doctrine. So, you know, trust but verify is what I'm trying to say. Yara Ben Emmett, listen, nothing but love for you. If I did not love and care about the truth, I would not get it out to you as soon as I can. Please go to the YouTube, check out Word and Board, check out my videos for a visual um, and uh, media representation of what I say on these podcasts. Shalom Aleichem.